welcome everyone to another episode of Security Law. This episode is special because we are going to have a debate. The topic being, uh, are security tools and controls good for businesses? to the Security Lab Podcast. The debate will have two teams. The first team being Sky and Nigel, uh, who are for security tools and controls. The second team being Prof and Doc, who are against security tools and controls. So each person will have uh, two minutes to get, uh, share their points, present their points, and we can start off with, um, with Sky. All right. Over to you, Sky. Thank you so much, Kat. Oh, uh, well, security tools and controls are definitely necessary or good for business. All right. We on our team, myself and Nigel, we are not as learned as doctor and professor on the other side, all right? We depend a lot on processes and technologies because these are the, the things that help us. I mean, those of, there's, there, are not many, there are not many professors and doctors around to be always thinking through things and being able to do things themselves. We rely a lot on technology and uh, everyone knows that in order to secure your business, you need three areas of protection. It comes from people, process, and technology. And these three things, we are talking about two of them in this particular debate. There are many things that humans can't do, all right? We, there is a limitation to what we can learn and what we can do because we don't have you know, overall knowledge of security. There are so much of uh, things happening all over the world Money has been spent by technology vendors all over the world into research and development to address various needs, various challenges that are being faced. And people who is uh, bound by uh, geographical placing, uh, lack of exposure, lack exposure to countries that are faced with difficult challenges and borders. These are some of the areas that we feel that security tools and controls are definitely good and necessary for business. Awesome. And with that, uh, let's hear the arguments from Prof, who is against security tools and controls. Prof, over to you. Okay, thanks, Kat. Now, um, well, I'm not saying that security tools, um, they don't serve a purpose, they do, but... Perhaps if we look at the general questions, I would like to pose is, do security controls necessarily improve security? Because do you think that we actually have security under control? And the first thing we need to do is, in any organizations, do you have the right control? And then what is the quality of our control? And in, in addition to all these that any organizations that have, the next thing we have, we are bounded by a lot of standards 
to help us to ensure the quality of these controls. So from what I have seen, we are looking at day to day, different crimes are being reported, um, different um, data breaches and all those things are being uh, reported to us. It impacts not only the organizations, but also individuals in general. So to me, in that sense, despite all the processes and technologies that are available, so are we actually doing it right? Because the first thing that I'll say is, do we have a one-size-fit-all solution? Actually, we don't. And given that the organizations varies by size and industries, having these kind of processes and technologies, they will just complicate matters. And in most cases, we always hear that humans are the ones who operate the processes. The processes and the technologies are designed in a neutral way. So in that sense, whether you have it or not, and then, um, and also does it really help the um, organizations to prevent against breaches, hackings, and so forth? I would say that they are only as good as the tool itself, the users itself, and how they make use of it. Okay, thank you. Very compelling argument, Prof. Um, and a very, uh, yes, totally addressing uh, what Sky was putting forward just now. Now let's um, go over to, to Nigel, who is for security and tools. What, what would you say to uh, what has been put forward already, Nigel? Well, if you think about it, uh, a security control or a security tool is nothing but a safeguard uh, or a countermeasure that helps an organization reduce risk. Now, uh, you can look at it as technology risk or you could look at it as overall business risk. But at the end of the day, it needs to address risk. And when it comes to any organization, if they are put in if they put themselves in uh, in a position where they have to accept a lot of risk or or mix it kind of gets damaged them to reduce the risk um, this could be technology risk or it could be overall business risk and given the the growing rate of cyber attacks um, that you see right now uh, having these kind of security controls are pretty important more than ever i would say um, in fact, in most of these, in, in a lot of countries, it's pretty much a legal requirement now that companies need to protect information and data. So uh, if you think about it, since it's a legal requirement, an organization needs to comply with it also. Oh, um, and if you think about it, compliance aside, um, or, uh, it, it's, it's sort of every organization's responsibility that they need to start looking at security and taking care of the consumer, the customer data and information. Because at the end of the day, if you hold someone's information, it's your responsibility to make sure you have the relevant security controls in place. So the way I look at it, I believe that having necessary security controls or tools in place would definitely improve the security for an organization and it, it, uh, it wouldn't make anything worse. It, it would definitely improve it. Thank you for that, Nigel. Um, what I'm hearing so far, if I, um, it's pretty good, but I shall reserve it for our summary after everybody has presented their points. And now over to you, Doc. Uh, what are, what are the points that you have 
for um, against security tools and controls. Enjoying the show so far? Subscribe now so that you don't miss out on the latest episode. We are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many other platforms. Visit podcast.securitylaw.asia to get the links to subscribe. Security is a whole industry that's built on mistakes. Because an app cannot secure itself, you now have all these compensating controls to make sure that the environment that you build that is already flawed being protected. And, you know, it, it comes from the point where you're trying to cover a mistake with bigger, 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 bigger mistakes. And, I, and I'll explain. The first one is controls doesn't make the environment secure. You go to any environment, you'll see a requirement for username and password. Guess what? Data breaches happen. Your password goes out in the open. And then you compound it by saying, oh, my password is too short. I've got to make it longer. And guess what? Users are going to just bypass that control by saying, okay, fine. If my password is password, I just replicate it three times, become password, password, password. And there you go. You have a control, not really effective. Does it make it make your your application or your infrastructure secure? Probably. Does it increase complexity? Yes. Walk into any data center and you'll see a whole set of racks with security equipments, sometimes even more than your production servers. And you know, and a lot of times security becomes theatrics. People do security because they want to show they're doing security rather than actual sense. If you go into any organization, half of them have done awareness sessions, but are they really aware? If you send a link, they're still going to click on the link and you're going to have issues. So as such, guess where's the value of security? It's there because we're just spending on it, but do we really get security out of it? That's really a question. And imagine the kind of expenditure an organization has to put. Sometimes it's like 20%, 30%, depending on the tech depth that you have for that organization. So really, are we addressing the root of the issue or are we perpetuating it? That's my argument. Awesome. From what I've heard from Sky, who started off, his, um, who started off the debate with his point, for security and tools, for security tools and controls. From what I understand, what I heard is that uh, technology is important because people, people are limited, right? So technology actually helps to, I don't know, can we call it enhance their capabilities? So um, that's what I've, that's what I hear from him. Uh, and Prof kind of countered them, countered his argument by putting forward that processes and controls at the end of the day are controlled by humans, by people. So the security of an organization or data or whatever that needs to be protected is only as good as people still at the end of the day. Nigel comes forward with, and he's, he came at it from uh, approaching controls with his, his opinion of controls, saying that it's important as a safeguard against risks, right? Security risks and threats and so on and so forth. And Doc countered that 
uh, by saying, by arguing that the security industry is built on mistakes. Uh, it wants to compensate mistakes that has happened by compounding it with uh, bigger mistakes, sometimes without realizing so. For disagree. Example, totally disagree. <laughs> so, like for example, for example, the the case of of passwords, they're getting they're getting longer. We are in a debate, aren't we? Complex to the point where they're unused. Point of view. He's he's approaching the argument from that point, and basically, um, yeah, security security tools and controls are becoming uh, uh, becoming pretty difficult to operate to the point that to the point where it in increases complexity. Is it my turn yet? Do we really get security from it? Of course, of course I am. You know, my, my fellow debaters mentioned this. You know, they talk about the processes and the standards coming in to uh, uh, correct the mistakes that security is making in the industry. And one of my fellow debaters says security is a whole industry built on mistakes. But this is totally a wrong statement because they are not... Security is not built on mistakes. They are not mistakes. They are just vulnerabilities that the other side, the hackers, are trying to make use of to attack. And it is very much like you do not stop driving because you don't want to get into an accident. In any case, standards are created to manage security tools. So my fellow colleagues say, we, but, well, if you say that standards are created to manage to correct those mistakes, then I put it to you that without the tools and technology, there won't be a need for standards. You know, and, and, and in the acceptable triangle of security protection, which we all know and agree, which comes as people process the technology, is it already understood that people are the weakest link, not technology, we all know. And when we mention about the percentage of work between tools and people. Isn't it always an 80-20 rule? 80, the former being the value of technology and 20 being the value of the people. So tell me, is technology really that bad? No. It looks like Doc is ready to respond. Oh, would Prof like to do it instead? Any one of you two? Unless Nigel wants to it. add. Okay. I'll get a go at it. Okay. <laughs> So my, my learned friend, so I'm just going to sum this up so that we can, we can close off the debate. So my learned friend says technology is infallible, right? Security technology helps you uh, to secure your environment. But are security tools themselves secure? Let's look at a simple case study. In the past 19 years, a security company called McAfee has had 98 CVE ratings above seven recorded in the National Vulnerability Database. So are tools making you secure or are they creating another vector of attack? That's something that you've got to figure out because if tools are really there to give you that level of security, tools themselves should be secure. Case in point, today there was an announcement about a tool used for forensics called Celebrite that is used to pull uh, sensitive data off mobile phones for investigation. Guess what? Guys in the Signal app, uh, Moximal Inspire, 
found a vulnerability on Celebrite and used it to show that, look, you guys trying to pull data from my device? I just whacked yours because your device is not secure. So when you look at it, while tools companies, security companies preach security, are they themselves practicing security? As I said, you have one mistake, you're compounding with another. So I end my debate by saying that guy is right, tools, people process technology, but at the end of the day, they are not perfect. Thank you. Does anyone have anything to counter um, Doc's summary or his closing closing arguments? Or Prof would like to add to that? Guys, no, just inting. You just inting <laughs> to <laughs> My goodness. Again, it is a vulnerability, not a mistake. Thank you. I shall let Sky have his day. Good point. Okay, thank you, lady and gentlemen. Thanks for joining us this week on Security Lab. Make sure to visit our website at securitylab.asia where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. 